0: Welcome back. It is the afternoon show.
1: Sports Radio 94 WIP. The Twitter question today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. Valentine's Day Shop Mark's Jewelers. Every purchase over $249 gets a free box of chocolates and a dozen roses online. Marks-Jewelers.com. Are you disappointed in this Phillies offseason? 65% say yes. I agree. So they are disappointed in
2: this offseason. I'm wondering what they're disappointed in.
1: Well, I think they view it as... You know, you got so close last year, and there's people view it as they didn't do anything to improve the ball club. Like it, it, they're essentially running it back with the same team last year. that came, yeah, one game short of the World Series. Yep. And yeah.
2: because that's that's a terrible
1: thing to do. Well, I know, I know. When I try <laughs> to say that, it's like, oh, you, you suck up to the Phillies, don't you, you know? But, but, but it's been a, it's been a good last two all yeah. se- last two last two seasons.
2: Yeah, and and I I think I'm just trying to figure out where the upgrade will come and whether or not it's worth it versus, because I think most people would say center field. What where, where would you go, what, what would be the number one thing? So, uh, unless you didn't want to bring Nola back. So maybe that has bothered some people signing, re-signing Nola.
1: I think there's a, a, a portion of it. I think, okay. I think there's a portion of people that are ready to move on from Nola. I guess it could be Castellanos, could you find an upgrade out there? Or or is that is that addition by subtraction um, to, to, to move off him? He's not, he wasn't a, a a disaster last year. No. I mean, he was, he's the only player in postseason history to have back to back two home run games, you know? <laughs>
2: okay. He was. I mean, that <laughs> yeah, happened. Okay. He yeah, okay.
1: He was horrible after Right, the, I was
2: going to say, yeah.
1: When they went to Arizona. So, you know, are we overreacting to the end of the Arizona series with Cassianos? Taiwan Walker, could they have done an upgrade there? Could they have, you know, gotten off of his money and try to trade for another starter? If you want to get crazy, like Corbin Burns, give him up for a year and then see if you want to resign him. Hmm. Um, so like, yeah, I think, I think it's just, I think it's just frustrating because it feels like people, they're sitting on their hands, but at the same time, if they sign someone else besides Nola, do they still have the same view?
2: Yeah. So that, so that, that would have been my question. So if they sign a different pitcher, right, or trade for a different pitcher, trade for Burns, um, you think people have a better feeling about the team going into the season?
1: Probably. I, I think if they go out and like if they if in the if in the next week they sign Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell mm-hmm. and then they get off Tom Walker, I think people are like, Wow, we got the best rotation in baseball. You know, and then some. Like right now it's it's on like if you want to go by analytics they have the best rotation in baseball. Um so I, I don't know. I, I think it would be I, I think it's I think it's the feeling that they were close last year and what do they do to, to to cement that they're gonna get back there next year.
2: Hmm. Yeah, listen, I I think it's a fair argument when you're just just going off surface stuff, when you're saying, okay, what did they add to a team that finished, I forget what their record was. um, They they, had 90 wins. 90 wins last year, so that was 90 and 72. I think that's right. I think Mm -hmm. the math is right there. Um, So what did they do to improve upon that? Well, I I mean, I look at it as, okay, what if they don't get off to the slow start that they got off to because now you have – Bryce Harper for a full season. Now, okay, can we, is it fair to say we're going to get a different Trey Turner? I mean, Trey Turner throughout his career, especially over the most recent years, uh, has shown to be the player that we saw the last two months of the season, Mm -hmm. two and a half months of the season, than what we saw in the first half of the season. Mm -hmm. So are we going to get closer to what that Trey Turner is or what we saw last year? I I would venture to say, the former, well, the, the, the Trey Turner that we signed prior to him coming here, I think we get more of that Trey Turner throughout the season versus what we got last year. He's not going to need a standing ovation this year.
1: Can we, I, I hope not. Can we get a, can we get a top ten MVP finish from Trey Turner this right. year? Right, should. I mean, they, yes. they paid it. you might as well get those seasons out of the way now because I don't know about the, the – the Yeah, the yeah, contract. these
2: are his prime years. So, yeah, you may as well get his best years right now.
1: Have a good nice little Harper-Turner, like, yeah, going off season. Yeah. And that's what carried the Phillies, from, you know, 07, 08, 09, you know, and then the pitching kind of carried him in 10 and 11. But mm-hmm. was he, he had that offense just go off. With Chase,
2: Ryan Howard, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins. Mm-hmm. You you still had other hitters in that lineup sprinkled throughout, whether it was Pat Burrell, whether it was Jason Worth, uh, a for the first half of the season that he had, oh nine Abanez? yeah, oh nine yeah. Obanya, So yeah, you had those guys there. Yeah, and I think I think this could be that you start off the season with Schwarber at the top of the lineup versus trying to start with Trey Turner there or Bryson Stott, and now you don't have to worry about. Kyle Schwarber not doing anything for the first four and a half weeks of the season mm-hmm. and then waiting to get him going. Maybe he gets going sooner. I I I, just, I think the team, as long as the pitching can do what they're supposed to do, I'm telling you, man, I think we're, we're challenging the Braves for the National League
1: East. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. You excited or disappointed uh, heading into Philly season. But time to go out and talk to a guy who I love listening to for years up on WFAN and, and frankly it's a bit of an honor Craig Carton joins WIP in the afternoon show what's happening Craig
3: this isn't Spike Eskin is it not yet not
1: <laughs> no. yet he's, he's on his way down here he's on eventually he'll eventually Listen, work his New way York's down here not
3: for everybody he made it a couple of years but he's a <laughs> Philly boy oh so he's going back home to water ice and soft pretzels and it's hard to blame
2: him. all right so before we get into the sports uh Craig we, yep. we we, we got to talk to you about your working relationship with Spike up there in New York. So yeah. so so Spike was tasked with coming up there to whip to whip WFAN into shape. How do okay. you think? How do you think he did? He
3: got whipped into shape, not, <laughs> not the way around. I was just I love Spike dearly as a friend and as a coworker. Um, and listen, when you, you guys know this now, Ike, you probably had it, I'm sure twice in your life now as a player and as a broadcaster, mm-hmm. it's either in your blood or it's not, right? Yep. And for a kid who obviously grew up, uh, you know, knowing who his dad is and all the success Howard had, and then got to be an executive in Philly and came up, you know, to, quote unquote to the show up with us at WFAN, <laughs> which is all obviously- up to the big <laughs> leagues, yeah. Yeah, that's how I see it. And I worked in both places, I think I can say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just a great guy, but if, if you have that passion of wanting to be on the air, it never goes away. Like you really can't do anything else. So I respect it and, you know, I, I I hope he's taking a pay cut, but he is going (laughs) back to prison, so all good. But great guy and you guys are already mad successful, which is awesome. And I think just having Spike as a part of what you guys are doing will make it even better.
1: Now, now he told me we should take this interview through three o'clock because he's sick and tired of hearing from you, and, we, and he hears that you're coming on <laughs> WFAN at three. Should
2: we do that? I asked him how hard it was for him to book me today. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I was getting ready. So let's ask you about that, Craig. Going from yeah. doing, listen, you are you you were part of one of the iconic shows up there at, at FAN. Uh, you and Boomer and all yeah. the work that you've done throughout your career, but but. Leaving radio and going to TV, man, I, I get a chance to check you out in the mornings. I love the work you guys are doing there. You're up there with my guy, Plexico Burris, my Spartan dog, yeah, uh, yeah. former New York giant. Uh, how's that transition been for you going from TV to radio? Yeah, well, as you know, it's,
3: it's a whole different animal. Um, and the one thing I can say, and without sounding arrogant, like I knew I was good at radio. I'm good at radio. I know I can do it. And I've been very blessed to be really successful. So the TV thing is a, just a whole different challenge. For me, and I did both jobs for about a year, and then just lifestyle-wise, as a guy who's blessed to have you know the second chance. Obviously, you guys well know my story. Mm-hmm. To a, be back on the radio in New York, which is awesome. Then for Fox to come calling, you know, it really came out to me as, as a quality of life thing, which is why I ultimately left the fan you know for a second time. V's just different, man. And part of the difference is that in radio, if you guys have a point, you can massage it, right? Mm-hmm. You can get to a place where. If the punchline doesn't hit it first, you can come back around. If you don't describe it maybe the way you want it to, you can save it, and you have plenty of time to do that. The difference for me in TV, it's harder to be a storyteller on TV. you got to get right to the point. Nobody's waiting around. you got all these rules about, like, graphics have to match what you're talking about, and video's got to (laughs) support that. So it's far more complicated than it needs to be. And the other difference, which is really interesting... Like, when you guys prep a show, it's you guys, a producer, and a board op, and that's really about it, right? Yep. I got 25 dudes on my staff, hmm. and I don't even know their first names half have them. <laughs> and it's been a year and a half. So it's just a different animal, but I like the challenge. And, you know, I believe in my talent and my ability, and we're blessed that. We're showing great growth, and knock on wood, it will continue. But the radio is always going to be in my heart. is my, you know, true first love. No doubt about that. Yeah. I'm curious,
1: what would Craig Carton's reaction have, uh, have been if Al Dukes booked the wrong Randy Moss on Radio Row?
3: Oh, it would have been mana from heaven right there. <laughs> the biggest mistake they made was you still got to bring the wrong Randy Moss on the show. I know. But like, you don't cancel that interview. You play it up. You know, Tom I love the fact that the football player, Randy Moss, has commented on it now on social media. And that's the best producer. All due respect to the guys in your building. In the business, so the fact that he had to eat that one is great.
1: <laughs> it is, it is. All right, Craig, uh, talk to us about yeah. what you got going on uh, with the responsible gaming through, through Fandle. All
3: right, so, yeah, so, look, I'm a compulsive gambler. I can't gamble responsibly, and you'll learn my life lessons the hard way. Uh, I went down a really bad road centered around gambling as, like, the root cause of my issues in life. And I joined with Fanduel a couple years ago as an ambassador just to, not to scare anybody because, to be fair, Far majority of people that are going to gamble can do it recreationally, responsibly, and it's never a problem. The issue, of course, is the fact that so many more people are now gambling for the first times, and the bulk of those people are young men, you know, like, no joke, 19 to, like, 23 years old, and they're either not mature enough to handle money or make those types of unemotional decisions about wagering. We want to make them aware that there are kind of steps they can take to protect themselves from themselves. And there's three easy ways to do it. Wager limits. So even if you have that huge win, right, and you get the Super Bowl right, not to go you know, crazy and risk it all on you know, the Monday night basketball game or something like that, to be smart about how much you're allowed to wager mm-hmm. and you set that number, how much can you even deposit at first? So, again, so you don't make bad decisions. And then how much time you spend doing it. You know, the reality is that you should go to the app if you're going to use it, make the wager you're going to make, And you shouldn't be on your phone. And what happens with young guys who start gambling in an unsafe manner is that they become reclusive, they become loners, and they start spending a lot of time on the app and on their phone, and they kind of lose sight of the fact that gambling should be something you do with your buddies, should be recreational, should be you know fun and responsible. So Fandals try to set up these tools really to help people from themselves. And if I knew about those tools, no, I hope, fingers crossed, I would have followed him, and it would have saved me for myself.
1: Yeah, and obviously you can go to uh, fandle.com slash RG to find any uh, tools and resources yeah. and anything that you need to know about uh, getting help if needed or, or responsible gaming and all that stuff. So well,
3: I have a question for Ike if I can. Okay, great. Sure. I always of I ask players this a lot. How much are you guys aware of a point spread before a game, especially – like a nationally televised game or a playoff game. Do you guys know about that or no?
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching thirty seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in thirty seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, I think if it was a big
2: game, like a playoff game, it's hard not to know. Like the, the first game I could think of that I like, the point spread stuck out to me is when we played the Patriots in a Super Bowl. I knew we were underdogs by seven, I believe. Uh, In that game. Other than that, um, it's funny because I'm sitting here listening to you about your rules and your tips about responsibly gambling. And a lot of that applies to me now as I've I've become a gambler uh, probably over the last four years of my life with uh, with, with our partnership with FanDuel. So a lot of those tools I certainly apply and and use to make sure I'm doing it responsibly myself. I I think it's harder for players now to not know, Craig. I don't know how they don't know about the point spreads but hell i was i was doing it when obviously sports gambling wasn't as legal as it is now and it wasn't sure. at your fingertips so we didn't pay attention at least i didn't did pay a coach attention ever as much
3: come in and say these sons of bitches you're 10 point
2: underdogs you gonna take that or did a, uh, did a coach never bring that up i don't recall a coach ever bringing that up uh, Especially not the exact points. I think I may, I may have remember a coach talking about being us being underdogs in this game, and or they think right. they, they think you guys can't go out and beat this team, and so you're underdogs. But I we didn't get it as much. And man, I'm going back 20 years as I'm dating myself almost. But yeah, I, I would imagine nowadays though, man, it's it's hard for it not to be in their conscience. The only coach
3: in Philly now. I was in Philly the first time from 93 to 97. Uh-huh. And so I, I was there for the, the last year of Rich Cotite. And then, of course, my main man, Ray Rhodes. Yep. Ray Rhodes was very much aware yes. <laughs> of what that point spread was. <laughs> um, but he also liked the ponies. I was going to say, yeah, he,
2: was, he certainly was a
3: horse guy. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, so he was, he was aware of it. I think he may have used it uh, once or twice, So I always wonder if coaches bring it up, and you're right, like today – you know full well, yeah. If you're an underdog or a favorite, because it's all people talk about.
2: Well, here's the other thing with me: be, being a fifth round draft pick and didn't have much money back then. I, I didn't even think about gambling. I, you know, I just, all that stuff that that stuff never crossed my mind because I, I guess I was I was more worried about losing money than I would sure. be about winning money somewhere. So you right. know, I, I like I said, over the last five or six years, I, I've become more tune with the whole sports well, gambling you know, the world. sports talk show host, you know everything, so yes. I'm sure you're <laughs> really good at it, right? right? <laughs> sure. Now, question Are you guys concerned
3: that Joel Embiid has basically become <laughs> the Philadelphia version of Patrick
2: Ewing? Great player who's never going to win a title. Oh, we, can't,
1: we, we, we can't even get to a, a final.
2: I, yeah, I was going to say. Here we go. You know what? I, I see. I wanted <laughs> to, to slide into basketball to actually give you guys some props. Your Knicks no. are looking good right now, Three and, and so, yes, yes, your Knicks are looking good right now. Just don't. Here's the thing, because I, I catch you in the morning every once in a while. Don't yes. go. Don't go all in on the Knicks, man. You know. You know well, how that's going to end up better. there. <laughs> yes, I, I, will, I will say this: the one thing we have, the commonality
3: we have even though we're cats and dogs, as Philadelphia fans and New York fans, is that we all love watching Doc Rivers go one and four. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better. That's, That's the, the truth. truth. Let me tell you a quick Plaxico, before I go, a quick Plaxico story, right? Yep. So, is a great guy. As you said, he does my show frequently. Eagle, uh, Giants come to Philly, one, I think this is last year in New York with the Giants. Right, they beat the Eagles. They're hearing it from the crowd, as you guys don't expect, right? Uh, I guess what they used to do for visiting players – he would go to one of the cheesesteak places, the team would, and as guys got on the bus, everyone would get a cheesesteak and a drink, and you get on the bus to drive back to New York. So Platts being Platts, rock star that he is, he's eating the cheesesteak and thinks it's the greatest thing he's ever eaten. The bus is about to get on I 95 north to New York. He gets up and tells the bus driver to stop and turn around to go back to the cheesesteak place because he wants a second one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what the bus driver did.
2: That's amazing. I've never had that's, that type of pool.
3: <laughs> yeah, bus. All
1: right, Craig. Before we let you go, who are you rooting for in the big
3: game? Um, I have this. I'm I'm in the middle of a fight right now with Kansas City Chiefs fans, <laughs> which is not unique to me because I, uh, you know, Philly fans are not. Uh, I'm not their favorite guy either right now. <laughs> um, look, I just think I think San Francisco on paper. I know it's not played on paper. San Francisco is the better team. Obviously, Mahomes is special, best quarterback right now in the league. No, no one's going to argue that. But spot by spot, I just think San Francisco is better. And if the San Francisco defense comes to play, which they didn't early, against Detroit or Green Bay, I just think Kansas is going to have a tough time keeping up with the offense that San Francisco has.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: It's going to be something.
2: And I'm an Andy Reid guy. That's my old coach. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I just think San Francisco is the more talented team overall. I really do.
1: I'm with you. Yeah, we can't let we can't let Brock Purdy win a Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I mean it would set,
1: it would set the sport <laughs> back 100. years. by the way,
3: Brock Purdy wins, you got to start talking about top three, top four in the league. No,
1: we can't do that. We <laughs> we, we, we can't let that happen. Craig, uh, continue success, and thanks for hopping on today. Okay, appreciate it, bro. Take care, guys. to right, you. Yep. There he goes, Craig Garden. <laughs> He really is not like A little
2: needle. He, can't, him. help he can't help yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he know listen. he had a
1: bleep eating grin when he yes. was talking about Embiid. Yes,
2: yes. You know he And and his Knicks, and the Knicks are are doing well right I now. I know. Although I can't buy into the are winning a title. I cannot buy into the, winning a title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no. They're definitely not doing that. Well,
1: they're they're hot,
2: man. Best team in basketball. They are. January without a superstar. Yeah. That that can't last forever. They're, they're, like they're, that doesn't last in the playoffs. No. I like Jalen Brunson. So, no offense to the Villanova and New York Wildcats.
1: Yeah, even though that's all they are. <laughs> you know Josh Hart. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, like. Even chinzo has been playing pretty
2: good up there, too. Could they be the 04 Pistons? And they didn't ever see, see. You know what? As soon as Julius Randle comes back, all bets are off.
1: Man, well, he's you, actually. You know it. He actually hurts them. Yeah, that's he, what I'm he, saying. Yeah. That's what
2: I'm saying. Like, as soon as he's back, that's when nobody starts believing in yeah, him. Let's yeah, let's sneak in JB and Chestnut Hill. Oh, what's boy.
1: happening, JB? Yo,
4: what's up, guys? Great show, as usual. Thanks, man. What's up, uh, JB? a baseball point, maybe a football point, and a rom-com for you. So, what if, we love reclamation projects. We love second chances, third chances. We did it with Michael Vick in football. We don't want to other players. Jack, you're our resident baseball guy. Uh. What do you think about bringing Trevor Bauer in?
1: I, I got about no interest. Like I think, I, I think no one's even expressed any interest in him. Like I, I think there's probably more, more that we don't know about Trevor Bauer than I. I'm not a fan of the headaches.
4: No, I'm, I'm not a fan of like his baggage. But you know, legally, all of his baggage is behind him, right? He mm-hmm. did everything he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. He actually sued his accuser. Accuser sued him, and all was washed away. I don't. Nobody knows except for the two people in the room. But according legally. He's, I know. he's completely free to sign with that. I think he's playing in Japan or something like that. Yeah, right. Um, I, it's just a fascinating name to see if that guy can go back and be you know a pitcher major. Well, he baseball.
1: said yesterday he'd sign an incentive laden deal just to be back in the big league. So he's desperate, and you'd think that someone would bite. But I, I just I feel like there might <laughs> be more there than than we know publicly. I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan of the the, the baggage right now with with this yeah, team, JB.
4: Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as the Eagles are concerned. One of the main things earlier today, they were talking about the, the idea of Zach Wilson, like, so hide your mom. But um, <laughs> Zach Wilson as a backup, you know, another reclamation project. For, he's got, I mean, we know he's got a first-round arm. He's just got a 10-cent brain. He's like he's like the poor man's Jay Cutler. But my question is, this would go towards, like, and you, and you Jack. Um, like, where do we see this team as far as, like, filling those positions in the season, Like, we need a good backup quarterback because, you know, if Jalen goes down for a game or two, it's got to be somebody that's got to get you through. And then I got Rob Gump. You don't
1: think that's ready. Mariota? You don't think you, you want to bring back Mariota I I for think, $8 million? I
4: think, No, I think Mariota's going to walk anyway if they can. I mean, the guy, he can play, as we found what out. What about they draft so, Spencer
1: Rattler in the third round?
4: Uh, the guy can't see over my elbow, so I, <laughs> good luck in the NFL. Yeah, we'll like, see. Spencer Wait, Rattler fell off faster than, like, you know, a line of coke at the 80s Giants football team party. Like, he was, he went from <laughs> two years ago, he went from being the guy, he was like, oh my God, Spencer Rattler's going to be the new, the better version yeah, of Johnny Nonsense and then Manzoni, and now all of a sudden he fell off still.
1: Yeah, who's your, what's your rom com?
4: I think an underrated rom com because you don't realize it's a rom com is called John Amos running McDowell's. You got, the prince coming to look for his queen, but really the whole movie is about Eddie Murphy and crazy funny impressions. But in the end, it is a rom com, and it's one of the funniest movies of all time.
1: What movie? Your, your phone. Movie your your phone cut out. What, what, oh, what?
4: Coming to America. Oh, With Coming oh, to America. Yeah, okay, sure. appreciate. Is you, that considered a rom com?
1: I don't think that's considered a rom com. It's not. It's a, it's a comedy movie. Well, there is a romantic side to it. We count Coming to America. I'm just saying, I don't know.
2: You would know Coming to America way more intricately than I would. Well, I know it's a comedy. I don't know if it falls in the romantic comedy category. There, I'm just saying there is a romantic part about the movie. It is about him coming to America to find his wife.
0: According to IMDb, it's yes. comedy slash romance.
1: Okay. There you rom-com. go.
2: Hey. So, yeah. oh, that's at the
0: top Count of the it. list, then, baby. Count Coming it. to
1: America. I love it. 215 592 9494 is how you get in. If you're wondering why we're asking for our favorite rom com today, well, it's morning show side topic week <laughs> here on the afternoon show. And if you win today, you'll win a hand and stone massage and facial gift card. Uh, good for a 50-minute massage or facial. And the big prize, you'll be qualified to enter to win a rhythm of love, heart pendant, courtesy of Mark's Jewelers. Get in now, 215-592-9494. We'll get to your calls on the Phillies. Has this been a disappointing offseason for you? Plus, a big question about the Super Bowl as we are a year removed from us being there. What is it? We'll get to that coming up next here on the Afternoon Show on Sports Radio 94 WYP.